Hey, Danielle Fitzpatrick Clark here, host of Minds of the Mighty podcast. And this isn't just your ordinary podcast. This is where we get real with Olympians, pro athletes, celebrities, and other amazing high achievers who've all conquered their fears and challenges and come out successful on the other side. So every week, you're going to get unforgettable conversations. You're going to get information on how to move things forward and powerful, powerful validation for you building your own dreams. So hit that subscribe button, spread the love, and let's go. Hey everyone, Danielle Fitzpatrick Clark here, your host of Minds of the Mighty podcast. And I am so excited to have an amazing person, an amazing person, both a musician and an actress. Um, she is here with us today. So Joy Villa, she is a multifaceted entertainer who has never been shy about expressing her opinions, which is why she's here, because we love to hear that. <laughs> and she's an award-winning singer, actress, commentator born in California and raised in New York City. Wow, you had like the whole spectrum there. <laughs> That's right. East Coast and West Coast, baby. I love it. I love it. I love both coasts. So you're representing both. That's that's actually a huge talent right there. Um, in 2017, <laughs> she hit number one on the Billboard's rock charts with her debut EP, I Make the Static. So she started in musical theater at the age of five. Oh, my goodness. Um, she got into local TV producing as a teen. So not only is she an actress, guys, she is also a producer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's amazing. And she's toured over 38 countries singing, modeling, and speaking her mind. And she's become known for her flamboyant Grammys, red carpet fashions, notably those of political nature. But in the last two years, she's focusing more on the humanitarian issues and a softer approach towards helping create a more harmonious and joyful world, which goes great with your name, Joy. So Joy, Thank thanks you. so much for having us. Absolutely. For, for coming on here with us. It's so exciting. Oh my goodness. Yeah, this is great. It's really nice to be on a such a great podcast, you know, because you speak to help others and that is definitely part of my purpose. You know, there's a theme. There is definitely a theme with everyone that's coming on. Everybody has like a humanitarian approach. Mm. Um, and we've got actors, actresses, comedians, but everyone's doing something for the greater good. So mm -hmm. so glad that you, you're a big part of that too, because you're doing amazing things in the world. So I know your bio doesn't do you justice. So I'm going to let you kind of tell everybody, here's some of the things that I'm up to and some of my proudest moments that are coming true for me. Oh, thank you, Danielle. Well, you know, this is great because I, I've been an artist my whole life and I know it's not easy for a lot of artists. You know, I speak a lot about this. I mentor and I, I'm working with the Make a Diff Foundation out here in Florida. I'm in Florida now based here. I just moved here from the UK, actually. I was in the United Kingdom near London for two years oh. and uh, working with different places out there and different charities. And now I realize, you know, if we don't give back and support the future, you know, which is artists, especially in tumultuous times, mm -hmm. you know, we'll have no world to create on, you know, it's not just business and science and finances, which are extremely important, but it's also dreaming and imagination and magic. So that's the world I like to live in. And I have two films coming out. One, they're both in post-production, so they're being edited right now by my team, and I produced it along with Chris Johnson and his production company. We have a production company together, and it's really exciting because he's the one who did The Contrast, 
which is my first feature film, which came out in 2020. And that is 2020 or 2021 by the time we released it. And yeah. it, um, it's a romantic comedy. It's called The Contrast. It's on Amazon Prime. You can watch it. I star in it. I play a woman who has to choose between two men following her heart, the one that she, you know, wants or the one that she should be with because of, yeah. you know, what her family and everybody says she should do. Yeah. Which one will she choose? That's The Contrast on Amazon Prime. For you romance lovers, you know, grab a, dra uh, a glass of wine and, and watch it. It's really good. Do they need a, box, so, of they need a box of tissues too? Um, you know, you might. It's more mm -hmm. comedy. You know, it's romantic comedy. So I would say that the next film I have coming out, which is a Christmas film, that you're going to want to have a box of tissues. And we tentatively titled it Pastor Sue Saves Christmas. The title might change a little bit because it's been in, it's in post-production being edited and this one will be either on hallmark channel or amazon prime it'll be available out there you know for distribution and this one is where a small town pastor has to fight against a big town big city lawyer who's come into the city to shut down christmas and all religious displays she's so evil and that is played by yours truly <laughs> So we go from um, love interest to the big bad lawyer. I love it. Exactly. It's so great because this is, you know, my second ever starring role. And I get the first time I play a villain and I'm really excited to play a villain and well, you'll see it. I do a, a good job. I'm, I'm very stylish as a villain. You know, her name is Lucy, <laughs> Lucy Fur. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Lucy Fur. I love it. Okay. So I have to ask this question. What is it like going from different roles? I'm, I'm not an actress, so I, I can't even fathom what it's like, but what is it like going from um, that love interest to to somebody who's more evil and <laughs> oh it's juicy girl it's juicy it's yeah. so much fun so I grew up doing musical theater and yeah. did a lot of stage presence you know workshops and went to an acting school in North Hollywood and did a lot of on-camera workshops as well and so I've done small roles up until you know my first major role and yeah. now it's they're coming in like gangbusters they're just coming one after another I've got projects you know I'm booked out for the next two years which i'm really excited about um and it's it stretches me as an artist because it's kind of like it's a muscle you have to work yeah. it, it's as, as if you always knew you could do this dance move like if you dance or you move or you could you create like you're like oh if i could cook this meal and then you get a chance and an opportunity to do it but you don't have a lot of time to learn yeah. the ingredients you just have to do it on command and yeah. every ingredient every meal you've done since you were a kid has prepared you for this moment yeah. that's what it's like it's like any sport any excellence any i also come from a sports background i ran track i competed in bikini bodybuilding i've won medals in both sports and to me it's like you prepare for that moment you know it's yeah what is it it's 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 luck or is it up it's 99 percent perspiration yeah. and then one percent i forgot the saying but you know it's it's basically you have to work for that moment yeah. and when you get the opportunity that's when it all comes together so for yeah. me i've already had those muscles that i was building yeah. to play different characters to put on different beingnesses and and i love people so it's every time i meet a person i sort of pick up their personality and then yeah. 
and there might be a role that I can use those quirks or something for. So yeah. I'm just getting started, but it's it's basically like putting on a new outfit that you really like. I love that. I'm I'm a writer, so so the, I actually put out this um, comment on social media, and it was really funny. It's just like just so you know, you know, fair warning that every person that I meet, I may be writing a character after you. <laughs> I love that. Yes. <laughs> so don't be on your best behavior. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of exactly. what I was telling them. It's like, don't be on your best behavior because I'm going to be using this for character builds. So yeah. And, yeah. and people are characters, aren't they? It's like, yeah. you know, um, you know, the Christmas film, Pastor Sue Saved Christmas, I co-wrote it. And that yeah. was the first feature screenplay. And I actually wrote a full-length screenplay that I have another romantic comedy starring myself, and I, and I have it in you know being shopped right now. And that is the best way to put all the characters you've ever had in life. And I know you know this as a writer, like everyone you've ever met who has yeah. some sort of weird whatever. Like that's what makes it interesting. That's what I like to see. I like to write flawed characters. I like to play flawed characters, especially flawed yeah. women, because yeah. we see. My viewpoint is we have too many female characters. Like I love women in cinema and I always dreamt as a little girl to see more powerful women in cinema. And then I grew up and I thought I saw more powerful women in cinema, yeah. but then I see the characters and they're not flawed enough. They're too perfect. And I don't want to see somebody too perfect. I want to see flawed women. I want to see them break down. I want to see them go through struggles. I want to see them be unlikable and then yet I want to follow them through that journey to becoming a better woman. And that's the kind of characters I like to play and create. Oh, I love this. Okay. So, so there's, oh my gosh, we can just go on about this. I know we Actually, can, we, we can. can. Again. So, so this is so interesting. So I think that there's a lesson right within this and I, from two people who love humans and we love to learn about humans and we <laughs> observe and then we, we can make it work wonderfully for us. Um, and it's, it's really the joy of the experience of people too. It is. It is. It in is. All forms. In all Absolutely. forms. Absolutely. Right. You know, and I, it's funny because I have a travel documentary that's also in post-production right now. Yeah. And this one is about Andorra, which is the world's safest country. And I host it and I sing in it. I'm performing at some of the local festivals and I get to try some of the local cuisine and interview a ton of people. I think we have almost 40 interviews. And I mean, we're talking, we have an Olympic skier. She's only like 21. We have a incredible artist. Um, we have the Dakar, which is the North Africa racing, you know, on the bikes. And, and we have a, a race car driver. I mean, powerful women. We have a, um, a physicist, you know, we have tons of incredible people and men and women. Um, and all of these people, are what make the documentary so special because you know a lot of times you see a documentary and it's about i don't know like the fall of this great civilization or this or that you know it's like yeah. drama or you know why you shouldn't eat meat which i'm a vegan so i support that but sometimes they can be very downers this one is about joyfulness no pun intended this one is about exploring people and yeah cultures and how incredible this little tiny country situated between spain and france is the world's safest country they've never had a war in like something 500 years and it exists there and nobody even knows what an andorra is i didn't it's a-n-d-o-r-r-a is the country Mm -hmm. People are going to Google it now after this podcast, which of oh, course is going viral, yeah. of course. Yes, of course. And <laughs> <laughs> so the film will be out soon and it's really beautiful. And if you love travel and 
in different cultures. I mean, we, we also interviewed a Catholic priest who runs a school where he has kids who have no home, like he's sort of adopted these children and he teaches them life skills. And I mean, people from all different backgrounds living in this country, and it's so fascinating. It's really my passion, people and finding these stories and bringing them to life, whether it's music or cinema, that is really what I love to do. Oh, I love that. Oh, so good. And I, and I love that you have such an appreciation for the realness, right? And mm -hmm. coming, from, coming from the online digital marketing space, social media space, there is kind of this <laughs> layer that you almost have to get through after people are out there on social media. Oh yeah, it's, it's oh yeah. Because there's a persona, there's like an online persona versus mm -hmm. the real persona. And so I Absolutely. love what you're saying that what you love is to see the real and the real is relatable, right? The, the real, real is, is so, so relatable. relatable. And it's taken me a while to learn that, you know, um, I saw the Barbie film last yeah. night with a good friend of mine and I actually really liked it yeah. because it also, the lesson was really like, just be yourself. And you don't have to know somebody through your relationships or through what you should do or through your clothes or through this. I thought it was a really good message. And I thought that we need more films like that and we need more music like that. And we need more representation of that, whether male or female, black or white, yeah. you know, American or European or African or Asian. I mean, I've traveled to 38 countries and I've seen the world yeah. and I want, I want to see more of the world. And everybody has that same fundamental need to be loved yep. and need to be accepted and given the space to be and room to grow. Yep. And social media is both good and bad. But one of the bad things is exactly what you touched on, Danielle, yep. is this like social personality, the social veneer. Yeah. It's like, I'm perfect. And look at my gorgeous kids, my husband and my house and my perfect body. And everyone's like sucking in and like posing and like, take the picture. Okay, yeah. good. Now I can be real. But I yeah. want to see the real after the cameras stop. Yeah. No, I, those are the pictures that I love the most is the one with people who they're not even looking at the camera, but they're, they're laughing. They're looking yeah. somewhere else. And laugh. Those are my favorite ones. The ones yeah. that look real. Um, Same. I, actually, I don't like taking pictures. So I'm like, ah, like <laughs> you guys should really see me in between takes because I am so uncomfortable and I take selfies because everybody likes selfies, but I'm like, yeah. you guys have no idea. I hate taking them. I feel foolish, but I do mm. it because I know that my message behind it is really important. So I want you guys yeah. to look. So Well, you know what you do is you get a photographer that just follows you around in your fabulous day-to-day -day life and you tell them, just take pictures of me yeah. randomly. And then you just say, don't let me know, right? Yeah. And then yeah. you can, and then pick from those and maybe you edit them a little or something, but you could have some nice pictures, <laughs> you know, give it to somebody else. That's their job. <laughs> On my day to day, I'm usually like going like this and just like researching everything and just like, People oh, see oh that, that's though. like really cool. I got to see what that means. And that means, and then I have like yeah. all these poster boards and stuff where I'm writing down notes to come back to. It is, I, I I'd think love I'm, to see that. Yeah. It's, I'm highly creative and very methodical at the same time. So nice. it is, it is a weird combination. I will say, I don't know if people are like, wow, didn't even know that she was like that much of a creative is probably what they would think. That's but, fabulous. You're yeah. amazing that you can be organized and creative. That's the perfect, you know, uh, that's the perfect like combination. Yeah. Well, and I don't like to do the same thing over and over again. So it's kind of, sometimes I switch it up and there's no rhyme or reason. So it's not like I can reproduce a day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All that randomity, the motion. I yeah. love that too. It only makes sense to me, but that's okay. It's the only one that really needs to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
Oh, I love that. No, that's so good. And I think, and I love that you watched the Barbie movie and you loved it. Um, I'm, I'm getting one of my daughters, I have three daughters and I'm like, Hey, oh. who wants to go to the Barbie movie with me? And they're all like, the older two are like, no, but my younger one wants to. And I'm like, I think she would really like it. Yes. Um, I think it's fun for anyone. If you say this is a silly, funny, don't take it too seriously. Cause there's some controversy online saying it's this or that. Yeah. Even older kids, teens, women, yeah. men should watch it because it's just entertaining. It's just like an old fashioned, fun, entertaining yeah. film to me. And it has a good message in the end. It's a very good message. It's kind of quite spiritual. I really loved it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's actually the feedback that I've been getting is that it's it's actually I surprised I was surprised how much I liked it is what mm -hmm, I've heard from people mm -hmm. and spiritual was the other one. I'm like, I know I'm gonna love it then because it's just that's just more of my take on things too. So um Good. All right, I'm sold. I gotta go watch it now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then you could do a podcast about it, you know, what you thought about it. It's hot. Yep. It's hot right now. Yeah, it'll be controversial. I'm like, I like the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. For people who didn't, I thought it had a great message. So I yeah. mean, I, I I've seen there was like there was one um uh one actress Amer is it America Americana Amer America Ferrera America yes. Ferrera they She's I fabulous. had a post of her quote on that. I'm like that right there is reason alone for me to go because I loved what she said in the movie. Yeah, for her part, yes, I'm like that I want to. I want to watch it it's now because it's really of that. good. It's very, I mean, Margot Robbie is fantastic. America Ferreira is fantastic. Ryan um, Gosling is incredible. Like he's really, he has a great singing voice. Oh my gosh, he sings throughout the movie. I, I wanted there to be more music in it, but yeah. he sings a couple songs and he has got an amazing like rock yeah. voice and yeah. it's fun it's really fun and it's colorful so it's yeah. just like it's a fun movie movies should be fun you know yeah. I, I think movies can teach lessons of course there should be good messages within them like all the films i produce have good messages in them yeah. but at the end of the day they're entertainment you know yeah. and i do think we should go away from any political statements or any strong lean towards this or that yeah either way left or right i don't want to see any politics in my films i don't want to see any you know i don't want to see any messages that are trying to convince me this is what i don't like about a lot of modern day music or, or movies is everybody's got this message that is like i want you to see my view and that's what i'm going to put in every single frame every single lyric and it shouldn't be like that it should be like the twilight zone had messages like see we're yeah. all one love one another you know don't judge a book by its cover like these general golden rule beautiful humanitarian messages that we used to have back in the day should be back i mean the 90s was the last golden age of cinema i think you know we had yeah. home alone and we had the matrix and we had you know um fight club we had some incredible films in the 90s and yeah. it, and then it sort of like went downhill to where culture sort of died became yeah. plastic i think and now it's coming back we're back yeah. i think yeah 2020 did something good for us then <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. well people are sick of the fake they're like okay i can't exist now the world has ended reboot yeah <laughs> We got to yep. restart and personal liberty and personal freedom and personal expression are extremely important to me. So yeah. I always encourage people to find their own messages and put that in and, and be about that rather than taking the flag of somebody or the message of somebody. Cause oftentimes it can get kind of crazy, you know, and I have been um, guilty of that myself. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm very outspoken and I stand by everything I've said, but I've also my yeah. viewpoint has changed on some things yeah. and we have a right to change our mind. We have a right to say, well, I, I was more 
black and white on that, but now I'm a little in the gray area, or now I think the different, you know, I, I chose black before, but now I'm choosing white, you know, whatever that is, I think we have to remember, we don't have, like, life is a spectrum. We don't have to choose a very hard stance, and it's okay to not know about something and to find out about something, yeah. and then to change your mind. So, I really, truly, it's why I came out of more of a political strong point and into the softer message of art and humanitarianism because it's a higher vibration yeah. than this very lower level, like my team against your team, yeah. you know? Yeah. You can reach it, more people that way by being right. higher vibes, higher right. vibes. Well, there's, <laughs> there's a need for, there's a need for the acceptance. Like you said at the beginning, it's like, this is the same thing across all the countries that you've, that you've mm -hmm. been to is that everybody has this universal piece where they, they all want to be seen and accepted. Yeah. So for people yep. to be seen and accepted, they also, I mean, first it comes from within and sometimes just being a person that can hold the space for that is yes. the boost that they need in order to make that discovery for themselves. So absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's all a journey. It's a beautiful journey. Yeah. And music wise, I have some new music um, that I'm oh, working exciting. on. Yeah. That I'm so excited about. Danielle, it yeah. is going to be amazing. And my Joy Tribe, my fans, I call Joy Tribe. So I've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, almost a million of followers across my social media. And a lot of them have come through different channels because I do the health and fitness. I do, I have a podcast, the Joy Villa show. I do a live show on YouTube. Everything is under joyvilla.com. If your listeners would like to check it out, they can go to joyvilla.com. And on Instagram, I'm at joyvilla. And, you know, all those different styles all the different things that i do i put that also in my music and it's been a while my joy tribe has been asking for new music yeah. so it's coming and a joy yeah. villa tour is coming as well oh, so it's, it's very exciting yeah and, you know now that everything's open and live music can flourish and prosper again which i'm so grateful for yeah. so it's gonna be good yeah so good okay so i'm a i'm a big music fan so i love music i grew up um playing piano since four wow. actually i was four so that was like oh one of the my things that it gosh did. yeah so it's one of the things that i love so tell tell us more about your music what are you've got you've got lots coming out what's what's the style of music that you love the most or is it, it probably isn't one maybe you've got a top three yeah, it's a combination. So yeah. I, you know, I hit number one on the rock charts on Billboard in 2017. I hit yeah. number 12 on the top 200 that same year. And it's interesting because that was an older album that hit. And yeah. it, I produced the album, created the album, toured the album 2014. 2014 yeah. and 2015 and 16. And then it hit in 2017. So yeah. I always tell artists as well, create and then just put it out don't yeah. think i have to i was just telling my cousin this because she's an amazing artist and she's going into the studio in north carolina in charlotte this week and i'm going to fly out there and, and be out there with her and um i was just telling her it's and this is the battle is you yeah. don't you shouldn't think about is this going to be a commercial success when you go in the studio you have to just be sourced to this energy, this godlike, incredible spiritual connection that God created in us as artists. Yeah. We have to channel that and just create. We just channel it and create. When you go into the studio or you put pen to paper on anything, mm -hmm. any creation, especially specifically music, you cannot think about the outcome. You just have yeah. to create. And then you put the outcome out there. So I've always thought like that. Yeah. And for a while, I didn't. And my music yeah. stopped, the flow stopped, the energy stopped. And I started 
touring and doing kind of my older music and, and doing public speaking and, you know, humanitarian efforts and like causes and, and, and doing lots of speaking to groups and touring and having a lot of fun, but my music wasn't taking precedence. And the last song I did was voice over violence, yeah. which is really great. I did that with Ricky rebel, an incredible musician and friend of mine. Yeah. And, um, and that was almost three years ago. That was 2020. So now it's been time to do more music. And where I'm going is to play off of my sultriness in my yeah. vocals. Yeah. And even though I'm, a, you know, my music is, is rock, but it's like alternative rock, pop, soul. Yeah. And then, but my new music is going to have a bit of Nora Jones flavor, a bit of Peggy Lee flavor, you know, a yeah. bit of Nina Simone. Yeah. So I'm really excited. I'm writing every day and we're going to go into the studio very soon and have something to show. And it's, it's going to be a combination because yeah. I love jazz. I love pop. I love rock. I love, I also love the 1960s and the seventies. And I want to bring yeah. different time eras into it, but yeah. still be very authentically me. And then lyrics wise, I write all my lyrics. Yeah. Um, I do co-write co with some people when I choose to on certain projects like Voice Over Violence was co-written, but I'm a very much a lead lyricist and songwriter, and I love yeah. doing that top line writer. I can write the melodies as well. So this will be very much a me product, but also a team effort. Yeah. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be really good. I want to do music you can work out to, but music you can like make love to and music yeah. you can like live, you know, celebrate life with this. Yeah sort of essence of you know don't worry about other things just enjoy the moment yeah. so that's the intention it's coming yeah. together it's it's so funny because my feeling on music being musically inclined so i i know how to i know how to sing i know how to play instruments i can pick one up and play it within a week um nice when it comes to music everyone's like well what's your favorite i'm like gosh i like all types of music and it's really to explain how I like music is more of like, it's the feeling I get when I listen to it or I sing it. I don't know how else to explain it, but it, it doesn't even mean that, that the singer wrote it, but it's how they're singing it and what they're bringing to it. Mm -hmm. that is like most impactful. That's intention. Yeah. The intention they put in there, right. Yeah. Is so key. Yeah. That's a beautiful observation. Yeah. And, and I think that, I think people have that when they listen to music and they just can't explain it, but that's, that's essentially what it is. It's what's behind it. It's not yes. so much that it's by this singer and I just like his voice. It's like, well, what, what's behind it? It's the energy mm -hmm. behind it too. And, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I think people are a lot more sensitive to that than they realize, especially if they love music because there's certain things that will hit you a different way. And sometimes like lyrics will hit me and I'm like, I don't know why I'm crying. This isn't, no. it's not my, it's not my thing. It's not, it doesn't resonate necessarily, but it's just the way yeah. that they're singing it. That just means yeah. so much. So absolutely. Yeah. And that it takes an artist to be extremely raw and real and present yeah. that emotion to you to where you can get it and you receive it so well because you are an artist and a sensitive soul and we're sensitive souls as artists. And we do have to protect ourselves, not in a way that shield ourselves away, but but yeah. love ourselves like like we're a, ch a child. Like it's like it's being a parent to our artistic soul, yeah. and kind of baby ourselves sometimes. Because what I find is artists in this world are told you have to toughen up. You know, yeah. you have to be strong. It's very masculine energy, and for a male who's a sensitive artist, it's really hard. I have yeah. a brother who has the same thing. It's like. You can't be a sissy. You can't be, you know, but that's using your feminine energy in a masculine way. It, it is yeah. a balance. We all contain that. And 
truly art is what I believe that message that art, true art is communication. So when an artist communicates to you, their vulnerable side, their soft side, it's because they had to put their walls down and do that. But when they're out in their everyday world, they have to keep a bit of a shield up to protect that, you know? And and I always tell artists that I mentor and I talk to on my social media, um, you know, my writings and everything and to myself is you have to maintain your integrity and not let your energy go dispersed. Don't let other people steal your energy. Don't let other people tell you things that, oh, well, maybe I should. No, if you know what you know, you have to protect that, cherish that, and just own that and and sit in your space and then go create from that space. Because it's a different hat we wear when we go in the studio or we're writing. And we need, that's why we need a studio space that is protected. And a lot of artists don't do that. And then they, they wonder why they get caught in that survival game. Well, I got to make money. I've got, yeah, we do. We have to make money. We have to pay bills. But when yeah. you're creating, you cannot have that coming in. And I remember yeah. it was really tough for me during the last couple of years. I, I've had that a lot on my shoulders, this feeling of, well, I've got to be viable and, and make money and, and please the fans and do something that is that other people want. And, it's got, and then I just didn't create because of that. I mean, I created other things, but music... Yeah. I have to be in that protected space to create. And now I'm finally there and I'm excited. I'm blessed. Yeah. God is good. I'm blessed. Yeah. It's the, it's the pure channel, right? It's the channel and the heart put together. That's right. Do it that way. That's beautiful. I love that. Um, and you're right. You hear this all the time um, from singers and songwriters that sometimes they have these blocks and maybe they don't they they haven't figured it out like you have but i think you say it so beautifully on you know it's really you have to let go of of the outside influences and just go back within it's it's the same thing with with um writing it's the same thing with mm-hmm. acting and it's that within piece which is which i'm i'm huge on myself because it's because i always talk about well authenticity and people want to know what that means i'm like it's it's what's true for you in the moment that's right. Exactly. Yeah. It's what's true for you without outside influences. It's yeah. also putting the phone down, turning off the TV, you know, getting off of social media to create. We yeah. can get inspiration. You have to get that inflow. Sometimes I'll watch movies or, you know, scroll on social media or listen to other people's music, listen to movies and things like that. And I have to. It's yeah. good. But then there's a point where you, then you have to shut all of that out and then you have to outflow the energy and create yeah. it. And there has to be that balance. And most people are sitting just getting inflow, inflow, inflow. The news tells me this. This person tells me this. That read that. I read that here. Yeah. Social media tells me. And they're constantly receiving rather than also receive yeah. it. Now channel it out. Now yeah. do something else. Put your voice, add your voice to that. It's very few people yeah. who do that. Yeah. And those are the artists we see who are creating like yourself, like me, like I'm hopefully a lot of listeners here, yeah. uh, you know, on Mind to the Mighty. And uh, hopefully anyone listening now and watching this re- receives that, that says, yeah. oh yeah, that message is true for me. I, I need to create as well. Yeah. And really, truly that comes from turning off all outside influences and channeling that spiritual side of you because we all are spiritual beings. We all can tap into that. We all can go into the river and receive that source of inspiration and create out of that. And I do it in many different ways. I paint, I draw, I act, I dance. You know, everything can be creative. And when you do it, don't judge it. Just release it. That's the most important. You can always edit it later, but don't create and edit. Those are two different hats. Those are two different jobs. Your job is not to edit it right now. Your job is to channel and create it and put it out. Yeah. I love that. 
it's so funny you're talking about this today. I was actually thinking about, um, so I'm, I surround myself with engineers, brother, sister, husband, engineers. And so, wow. it, and I'm the communicator and I was actually just like, I'm like, it's a, actually a very rare talent to take these high level concepts and to turn them into something that's more digestible by the people that it's going to be in front of. Mm -hmm. And and the thing is, is that it just kind of, they, the information comes in and then I'll, I'll make, I'll like, oh, well, that kind of reminds me of this and this, is that kind of what you mean? Yeah. And then, okay, that's what I'll put out there for everybody because I think mm -hmm. that they'll be able to understand where this person's coming from. Um, and it's, it's a very interesting concept that you're telling people that to take it in, but also make it your own and then put it out there. And it can Absolutely. come from multiple sources. Like you're coming from Absolutely. multiple music genres and bringing it in and then turning it into your own and then expressing that. And that's, that's disruption, that's disruption and innovation too, which I love. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. That's it, right. It your own thing. You're making it yes. your own thing. And that's, that's what the to. world needs. That's what the world needs. And you have your to be fearless with that. It, the, yeah. Exactly. The world needs your interpretation, my interpretation, your interpretation, yours, yeah. everyone else. Everyone's got a different interpretation. Everyone sees something with different eyes. Right. And yeah. that is what stops a lot of creators is yeah. that we think, well, there's already 10,000 pop songs that sound like this one I just wrote. Yeah. There's already 50 million books out there on the market. Why yeah. should I write one? It doesn't matter. If everyone thought that way, there would be no creation. Yeah. Think about that. There's already a 50 billion podcasts. There's already the, yeah, don't listen to that. That voice that always comes in and tries to stop creativity. Yeah. Unfortunately, the physical universe was created with these traps in it. There's a lot of those traps and they yeah. tell us, and all of us have those voices that, that try to attack us. You have to create despite that. You have to be brave. You have to shut those voices off, whether yeah. they're coming from the outside or even coming from inside you, because we have that tape that plays from other people that have told us our whole life, you know, or you, you start picking up things you heard as a kid. You don't yeah. know where it comes from. You know, who told you that you couldn't create? Who told you, well, the, in this economy, nobody's making a living. You, who told you these things? Yeah. It wasn't coming from you. It was coming from some other voice, some other source. So shut yeah. that off, shut that up and yeah. create out of your own voice. And it really takes a lot of quiet time, a lot of reflection, mm -hmm. meditation, self-work, prayer, you know, yeah. whatever it takes to get into that feel good spot and then create from there yeah. and channel it. And a lot, it takes discipline. It takes bravery yeah. to be able to get to that point. And a lot of people don't, unfortunately, but it's yeah. worth it when you do. It's yeah. just like fitness. It's just like making money. It's just like anything. When you get in that, I call it being in the pocket, you know, yeah. when you're in the zone and you're like, oh, things are yep. working, things are moving. I'm creating and I'm getting it. I'm thinking it and it's becoming a reality. Like that's yeah. a higher level than the physical universe. That yeah. is a spiritual realm that we all have access to, but it's up to you to access it and create from that. I love that you're talking about that. Um, so, and I, and I'm trying to, you know, just interpret this feeling that is, cause it is, it's a feeling like, you know, mm. you know, you know, when you're in it and I, mm -hmm. usually like, oh, I'm just in the zone and I get there when I'm writing content, when I'm writing mm. content, I can get there when I'm playing music, I can get there. Sometimes I need music to get me to the place for writing. It's awesome. So I need to like play the piano or sing a little bit and then I'm there. Wow. And, and then it's just this feeling of, okay, I'm just going and I'm just typing and I'm just writing and there's nothing that stops me. And I can't, st I can't stop actually at that point. I can't Ooh. even stop. And by the time I'm done, I'm just like, 
holy crap, did I just write that? That looks that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> it's such a beautiful thing. The muses, right? The muses have come. Like it's a, it's a spiritual gift. Yeah. And when that hits you, you have to create out of that. Yeah. Because if you say, oh, this is a good idea, you know, at the very minimum, write it down for people in practical senses, if they're, you know, moms and dads and working, because I understand not, yeah. not everyone can make it their life like we have, you know, but yeah. it starts with when you do get hit with the muse, when you yeah. do get that creative spark, do not ignore that or it will yeah. go away. Yeah. If you stop listening, the voice stops coming. So yeah. when it comes in a still small voice, it's like this holy, beautiful, spiritual thing. Um, write it down or mm -hmm. use your voice notes and record. I've gotten some of my best songs in the shower, just singing to myself, you know, yeah. we all make fun of it. I'm a shower singer, but honestly, that's where you're inspired. Then do yeah. it. You're washing dishes. You're maybe singing to your babies at night. You're, yeah. you know, at work, you're tapping your thumb on the thing. And all of a sudden it's a cool beat. Record that. It's okay. Yeah. If it's 10, 15 seconds, write it down, whatever it is. Oh, I have an idea concept. The yeah. worst thing you could do is think, oh, I'll, I'll get that, get to that later yeah. because what happens is it's gone it, as quick as it comes it's gone and i tell you from from experience there is something in this universe that when you get downloaded into that a yeah. creative source is going to create it somewhere if you yeah. don't receive it and do it it's going to it's going to appear somewhere else we all know it's like <laughs> i invented that i thought of that song i thought yeah but you didn't do it did you that person did so they got yeah. the money they got the, they pushed yeah. through and disciplined themselves enough to then channel it and create it but that doesn't mean you've lost your opportunity yeah all a lot of us take those losses along the way but the thing is to take a take a win and, and celebrate it. If you if you got a creative idea and you wrote it down, celebrate that. You you yeah. you know you recorded something. You, you you all of us have these ideas where we get inspired. Yeah. Take that. Have a notebook. Record it in voice notes. Maybe draw that little picture. Sketch it. Whatever it is, you know. There might be architects out there who develop buildings in their free time, and just sketch it. Put it on your refrigerator. Write yeah. those little notes. Put it somewhere in the mirror while you brush your teeth. Inspire yourself, and then yeah. before you know, you're going to have all those, and then the opportunity is going to come for you to create on that. But that's yeah. not your job right now. Your job is to channel that. And yep. if you can go into the studio, if you're blessed enough to have created a, a source where you can, you know, create from, and you have your house, your home studio, your art studio whatever it is and your guitar you can pick up and do that then do that yeah but if you can't minimally write it down stick a sticky note somewhere and go back to it but make sure it's, it's written down the physical universe yeah. because every time you think oh i'll go back to that when i can it's it, gone no it's gone it's there's gone. a million other things that come in now you got to pay yeah. the bills now you got to get to the gym now you got to you know uh, watch a movie with your spouse or whatever and there's all these yeah. other things though that steal our time yeah you know what's really interesting? I'm just picking up on this now because I know when when you when you go against that that muse, you call, you call it the muse. I love that when you go yeah. against the muse. Actually, your day is heavy. It feels heavier, and mm. it feels like you're trudging through the muck. Like there's something that I need to be doing, and it's not this. It's a weird feeling right. that because you haven't because the muse is still there because you actually need to take five minutes. Even five minutes will Ooh, do a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. Because if you can release that and get let it go through you and through your hands and somewhere where mm -hmm. you can come back to it, then actually your day goes better. Like mine always goes better when I'm just like, you know, I can't get this. I can't get this out of my head. I'm going to just stop and I'm going to do this. Ooh, I'm going to write point. this down. And then I do that. And then I'm like, oh, I can breathe again. I'm going to keep moving forward. And so, and I think there's all this judgment on people who need that creative process. Like, and mm -hmm. I actually think that people think they have ADHD. I'm like, I think you're actually just really highly creative. 
Yes. <laughs> like you said, it, it's going to bother you until you get it out. Right. You'll get it out. Yeah. I would have 1000% been drugged as a child for ADHD yeah. had I grown up like 10 years later. Because now it's like every child is given yeah. dangerous, disgusting drugs. And I am so against it because yeah. we are drugging our future artists and creators. And it is not okay. Yeah. And that's the thing is we, we it, it's weird because, you know, I think a lot of creators smoke because they they need an excuse to go out and think like a yeah. smoke break you know i don't yeah. smoke cigarettes but or any do any drugs um yeah. i rarely drink because i like to just be a pure source of you know i'm very much into health and nutrition and to download but i think a lot of artists of old and now unfortunately get into kind of toxic things because they they have such a need to buy themselves that time and they use chemicals yeah. to to push it and unfortunately yeah. we make that okay you know and setting up a child with ADHD, giving them saying that they are ADHD and giving them drugs is setting them up for failure. And I know yeah. a lot of people who came out of that and finally are healing. And that's not yeah. to say we don't have mental instabilities and illnesses and struggles. 1000% yeah. we do. Yeah. But before you accept that you have some sort of label, first of all, clear out the toxic people in your life because yes. they could be making you sick. And yeah. second of all, create and then see what your space feels like because i know i am nuts if i don't get my gym in the morning i yeah. am nuts there's all this energy in me and i'm like i don't know what's yeah. going on it's hard to focus and then i get that negative bad it's not even bad energy it's just you, yeah. you i call it replacing the kind of stuck energy and getting it out yeah and then all of a sudden i can think clearer it's like a drug in a good yeah. way <laughs> yeah you have to channel the energy that comes through and it Absolutely. otherwise it'll get stuck like what you're saying so yeah oh, i'd love yeah. you say that yeah i i remember my mom saying like oh the teacher thought you had adhd or something i'm like what because i didn't because i had to have my hands moving they should i just should have had a stress ball or something exactly I, i've been playing the piano since i was four because my hands just wanted right. to right they could have just given is. you a piano. They could have given you, they could have said, I mean, we, the way we structure school, it's like only the people get A's, sit down and shut up and listen. We're making yeah. slaves with the school system. And then we're drugging yeah. our creators and telling them, oh, because you don't sit down and behave, you have a disease and here's your medication. Yeah. What? It's nuts. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. I could read, I could write before I could read, honestly. And I was like, how'd wow. you do that? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I just, for whatever reason, I wanted to write. I always wanted to write. You know, yeah, see, so. that's that's a gift. It's not a yep. curse. That is a gift. You should have been in the special <laughs> school rather than, you know, people look at. <laughs> I did get, I did get published. No, she didn't. I did get published uh, at a young age and I got I got wow. awards and stuff in wow. junior high and high school for state exams and stuff. So it's that's just incredible. It's just something that came easy for me. Um, yeah. and, I, and I guess like for, you know, for ADHD and stuff, I'm just like, well, even if I don't know. I actually just never think of it as, well, it just means that somebody's highly creative and mm -hmm. if they're struggling with that, then they're probably just struggling with not being themselves. Exactly. Well, if you tell really everybody are. that they have to climb trees and that's the only way you can prove yourself, yeah. if you're a fish, uh, you're going to feel like you're a weirdo and you're yeah. going to try to do all kinds of things to, to make yourself. But then if you put the monkeys from the trees that were all told they're normal into the ocean, they're going to yeah. look weird. 
Yeah. So we have a problem where we have fish that we're saying should be climbing trees, but really put the fish in the ocean, leave yeah. the monkeys to the trees. Let's put, <laughs> <laughs> this is how I see it. It's like a jungle. If you told a lion they have to act like a, a bear, they yeah. would look pretty darn weird too, rather than yeah. just letting a lion be a lion. Let a bear be a bear. Let a yeah. deer be a deer. Everybody's got skills. Everybody's got talents. When we try to put people into one, you know, uh, set sort of category we're putting yeah. round holes or what is it we're putting square pegs into round holes right. and somebody's going to get hurt and unfortunately the school system does that so I, I was half homeschooled part of my schooling i also went to sometimes public school i mean i, I we traveled a lot when i was a kid so yeah. we went to, this is why i love to travel today but it's also why i can just create on a dime and not yeah. feel stuck um it also gave me this sense of being lost sometimes so i had to create yeah. that for myself but you know, I was really blessed and my mom did suffer from mental illness. I lost both my parents 15 years ago, oh. but she was highly creative and yeah. not seen as who she is. So she suffered a lot yeah. and that's really what's going on. And when we give our artists the room to breathe yeah. and we put the pen in their hand and the paintbrush in their hand and the microphone in their mouth and we just say, okay, here's a piano, here's a guitar, go create or do this. Or you find what your child wants to do and then yeah. let them do that. Yeah. then you'll see that they're actually spectacular and extraordinary. And it doesn't stop at children. We need to do it for adults too. We yeah. took a lot of art and prayer and spiritual and, uh, you know, lifting up out of the schools. And now yeah. we have a lot of people who are suffering because of it. All yeah. avenues of expression are valid, but we can't forget that artists are very special beings. We really yeah. are. And yeah. if you are one, you're not dumb. <laughs> you're actually incredible. Yeah. You just have to have the discipline and the wherewithal and the strength to release yourself and create as much as you can and just yeah. ignore the haters. That's, that's yeah. always what I say. It's always what I preach. And I try to be a standpoint for that because my joy tribe deserve it. And yeah. I have a responsibility to help. And one day I will be a mother and I want to grow my kids in that atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Our girls are both very engineer minded and highly, Ooh. highly creative. It's fascinating, Ooh, fascinating. Awesome. And I'm just, and they're, they're like the combination between your husband and you. They are. <laughs> and, wow. And, well and, yeah, they are. They are. I'm just like, man. I mean, this is why I'm like, I like, I like people who are opposite than me. I just do because I'm like, it's a whole other yeah. perspective. I learn more. So I'm exactly. I'm here to, I'm here to experience. Like that's what I said. Absolutely. I'm, like, I'm here to figure things out and experience and never figure things out too, because there's always more to learn. So, um, yeah, but that's just part of, that's a joy for living too. Like I'm going to enjoy mm -hmm. life. That's right. That's the, joy the joy of, of life. The joy, joy of, of living. Joy of living with Joy Villa. So. That's right. It sounds like a TV show. Uh -oh. It does sound like a TV show. I, I would watch that. that. I would mm -hmm. watch that. And I think that you're giving so much amazing permission to people who, who are very creative and artistic and just haven't, or they haven't given themselves, you're giving them permission to tap, to give themselves permission. And oh, I, I love, love that. that. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. If you're waiting for permission, you're waiting for a sign. This is it. This is your sign to go create, yeah. love yourself and create from that. No matter what your circumstances are, no matter what hand you've been dealt, it is never too late. Young or old, rich, poor, black, white, male, female, tall, short. There is always a space, but you have to create it. It is yeah. your power. Yeah. Be courageous. Step forward for with, with who you are and fight for it.
right? That's right. You got to fight for it. It's one of my songs. Freedom. You got to fight for it. You better fight for it. Oh, it's going to be so good. Okay, now I'm going to go download everything I can about yeah. your songs and stuff. So, oh, I well, you love can that find so much. all my stuff at joyvilla.com. The website Absolutely. is getting worked on, so it might be down by the time the podcast comes out. I think it'll be back up. Yeah. But um, I'm Joy Villa, J O Y V I L L A, on Spotify, on YouTube. All my music videos are on YouTube. I have music videos I filmed in East Asia and Europe, everywhere around the world I've been. I try to bring a little bit of that. And then my, yeah. you know, there's a, actually a preview of my Andorra documentary for my subscribers on YouTube. If you want to go to youtube.com slash Miss M-I-S-S Joy Villa. Oh, fantastic. Well, we are going to have all the links for those that are watching this on the video. Um, we're going to put it on the website awesome. as well, guys. So you guys go check out everything that she is up to. Um, and oh, gosh, I so appreciate you coming on. Oh, this just like makes me feel so warm and yummy. <laughs> Yay, that's good. That's perfect. Excellent. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, Danielle. I love that you present this space for artists and creators and engineers and people everywhere to create and talk. And because we're all creators, yeah. you know, whether you're in the math and sciences, you're still creating something individually yeah. as beings we are created to create so create your best life so beautiful okay everyone well go and check out everything that joy villa is up to and we will be back for another episode bye for now Hey everyone, Danielle Fitzpatrick Clark here, your host of Minds of the Mighty podcast. And thank you so much for joining me and Joy today. And if you guys are ready to learn more about what Joy is up to in the world and what she has coming up, guys, because she's got some really cool things coming up, then you guys can go and check out the show notes page with more information on Joy. And that is https dash dash bitly dash motm dash joy so it's a bitly dash motm that stands for minds of the mighty dash joy so go and check out her show notes page and of course do not forget to like and subscribe and give us some love on apple podcast and also on spotify we'll see you next time <laughs>